real as it gets. Hey, this is Marcia Prince, IFBB Bikini Pro and Guest Berry Nutrition Spokesmodel, and you are listening to the UCW Radio Show, In Your Face. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Give it to me, baby. All right, welcome to the UCW Radio Show, and we're here with you after a, uh, a hiatus. Uh, we've, we took a break for several months, and we're coming back now. And we wanted to come back with this interview that I actually did uh, in Ohio with two producers that are actually, they took on a challenge that to me, it, it's an amazing challenge because they... I'm not going to say recreated. I am going to say they they um, invigorated a a movie that was made many years ago called Pumping Iron. All right, their their movie is called Generation Iron, and we were going to release this interview back then, but due to the fact that first we went on hiatus, and secondly. They are releasing the movie in, in select theaters on September 20th. So we are coming close to that time, so we wanted to release it because it's, it's a really in-depth interview as to what they've done and, how, and, and what their, their ideas were and how, how they came about making this film. Because these are not bodybuilders that made the film. They're, they're movie makers. Okay, and the two guys are Vlad Uden and Edwin Mejia, you know, they are part of Vladar Company. And they produced this film that has taken on since uh, since Ohio, and this was back in March, has taken on a number of partners, and they, they refined the product. Back then, the product was beautiful, and now it's getting, it just gotten better and better and better. So, uh, but anyway, without further ado, let me, uh, let me bring you to the interview, which is, you know, an extensive interview, because uh, I want you to hear from them exactly why they did it, how they did it, and what, what message they're looking to send out there. And before we get to the interview, let me just say, just go check them out on Facebook. All right, it's Generation Iron. And on Twitter, you can go hashtag Generation Iron to go support them. But this is definitely a movie you want to see. All right, so now let's get to the interview that was done at the Arnold Sports Festival 2013 in Ohio. Vlad, you're here at the Arnold Sports Fest and you're promoting uh, probably one of the one of the bigger projects that you see here at the Arnold um, and it has to do uh, solely with bodybuilding. Years ago, Pumping Iron sparked the generation of your, your latest bodybuilders that are out there. It gave them inspiration, showed them, you know, not so much the, the weightlifting and the bodybuilding, but all the other stuff that happens behind the scenes. And you're doing that now with Generation Iron. Why don't you let us know how this came about and what you're doing? Absolutely. Well, I think it, it's a good notice. You know, I feel like since Pumping Iron in the '77, there hasn't been a project that that got people so excited, you know, that dealt specifically with bodybuilding and with the bodybuilding culture, you know, and that's what, we, what we're really doing here. We just finished filming our last scenes of the film at the Arnold Classic, and we at the same time we're promoting the film as well, so we're doing it, you know, we're doing two things here. Um, the way it started, you know, it kind of started as an idea. I got a chance to meet with Jerome Gary, who produced Pumping Iron, 
and I had a conversation with him, and, you know, I had an idea of, you know, maybe we should make pumping iron, you know, the new pumping iron. And he said, no, let's not do that because, you know, it, you're not going to find the same type of guys like Arnold, like Lou Ferrigno, like Franco Colombo. You're not going to find these guys today. And he said, don't even bother, you know. So I, I was intrigued by it, and I kind of started doing more research. And I actually came to Arnold Classic, you know, a year ago, and I met these guys. I met the new guys. I met the new bodybuilders. I got a chance to talk to them, and I said, you know what, there is a story here because there's definitely characters out there. We just have to find them, we have to talk to them, we have to make sure that we make a, we can make a good film out of it. And I spoke to Jerome again. I got my uh, producing partner involved, Ed Mejia, and um, it all sparked from there. We developed a plan for it, you know, we did our casting, and here we are a year later, you know, and the film is pretty much uh, in the can, and we're just, you know, making sure that we have a great edit for the release in September. That's that's interesting and that's amazing because not too many people would take that risk and, and roll the dice and, and really gamble. I mean, you know, we're, we're here in Ohio, okay? Uh, why we're here? We're here for the Arnold, uh, but you know that one casino here, Hollywood Casino. But anyway, we're not we're not out there doing that. For you to go get involved in a project like that, it was a big risk for you, and a lot of people really, I mean for years they weren't willing to take that risk and you mentioned about making another you know a pumping iron like a pumping iron two three they made that attempt and they actually failed in, in my opinion they failed with that but with what you're doing and I've seen the uh, the footage it's it it's showing a side that you, you really don't see the houses the cars the things that are going on I mean was that your intent to show something different than the original pumping iron Absolutely. Um, to me, the story of behind the scenes is as Im just as important, if not more important, than actual bodybuilding and what they do in the gym. You know, because that tells us more about who they are as people, and that shows us what their motivation in life is. And you know, it's just it, it goes way beyond. You know, pumping iron. I feel like they they talked about bodybuilding, and it was an amazing film, of course. But it touches surface. We're going way deep beyond it. You know, and and. We have characters in the film that go through real deep emotional um, drama, you know, and, and they, they go through a struggle in life. And some of it, of course, is entertaining and it's, and it's funny, but some of it is very, you know, very serious. We have one guy that just literally came out of jail, um, and then we started filming right away with him, right as he was with, I'm sure you know Victor Martinez, you know, he's a big part of this film, but, you know, from New York. And, um, you know, he was going through serious, you know, issues, of course, as you can imagine. He's dealing with so many different family stuff, and, but, we got that on camera and it was real drama you know we have guys like you know Branch Warren, Phil Heath of course, Kai Green, um, Dennis Wolf, Hiratara you know all these guys you know they have stories and to me you know that's important to tell these stories and the stories of their you know competitive mode and what they do to sacrifice everything to go straight to the top you know that's what's, that's what's important. And you mentioned characters, and, and, and you're a storyteller. So you're able to actually bring these characters to life as opposed to just showing them working out in the gym and doing this. You're showing the, the, the actual blood, sweat, and tears that are involved here and what happens in their home life when they go home, when this happens. is giving people a picture that normally they wouldn't be able to see. And, and that was your intent from the beginning. No, absolutely. You know, that's like I said, it's just as important, if not more important. And you know, we're giving, we're giving for the first time I think ever. These guys have a voice, you know. And our goal is to make sure that this voice is heard outside of just bodybuilding community. 
Um, that's why it's important to take this film theatrically and promote it outside of outside of the sport. You know, that's why we'll do, of course, different events like Arnold Classic and Olympia, and make sure that people hear about it in in the sport. But we have to really cross it over, make sure we take it outside of the sport, just like Pumping Iron did. You know, Pumping Iron came out in '77. It it started a revolution in the fitness industry. Um, you know, and it really introduced the world to something completely new and different, and it, it was exciting, you know, and, you know, we'll see what happens, but, you know, we definitely want to make sure that people outside of the sport hear about it, and it's just going to make it that much better and more exciting. And, you know, we're going back to the pumping iron in, in the 70s. That for sure, you know, sparked or, or blew up the, the, the careers of Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Lou Ferrigno. You were introduced to, uh, you know, the, strong, the Italian strongman, uh, Franco Colombo. A great guy, you know, and actually, you know, we, we saw him over here. Um, we're with him at the Hall of Fame. And all these individuals, these personalities, if that film was not made, you wouldn't know how charismatic or fun or, or how smart someone like Arnold Schwarzenegger actually is. And that's why he is who he is at this point. And you're looking to show the side of builders to fill heats these Olympia contenders these Mr. Olympias and show how you have to fight for what you want it's not just going to the gym and working out and and taking your supplements and all this other stuff there's a lot of other things that are involved and what you're looking to do is not only expose that to the world of bodybuilding but take this mainstream in a lot of different ways absolutely you know um just like anything, you know, there's there's a lot of there's positive and negative in everything, of course, you know. And bodybuilding, I feel like every time people talk about it, it's very, it's very one-dimensional, and it's most mostly negative, you know, and mostly misunderstood. Um, why I don't know. I mean, um, there's there's good and bad, and there's ups and downs, like to any story, you know. Um, I'm just happy to be part of this project and make sure that I can make an objective film um, and make sure that it's you know these characters have a voice in this film that's why it was important for, from us from the beginning to talk to these guys and make sure that we get access to their lives and then they understand that what they're getting into because you know things will come up of course and you know you we have to make a film we have to make a, a real film and that's what it is generation iron is definitely a real film about real characters you know and in reality, you know, Vlad, you could have done anything. I mean, I mean, you're not, uh, quote unquote, on the bodybuilding scene. You saw this project as as a challenge, and an interesting challenge. You 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 uh, you're with the, your 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 partner Edwin, and we're going to bring him on the show uh, to speak to him in a little bit. But you saw this as an opportunity for you to tell a story that, again, as you mentioned, is uh, misunderstood. Because again, it's not just about the the what you see in the facade. And the, you see the big, massive, two seventy, three hundred pound guy. You know, monsters. Uh, there's something else, and there's an emotional toll it takes. And some some people can handle it, some people can't. And you'll see this during this film. You know, um, now what? And you're you're almost done with uh, with the filming. You filmed here in uh, in Columbus over the weekend. Yes, we filmed. We basically filmed our last, you know, last scene in this, in this, for this film in Columbus, Ohio, and um, absolutely. And now, you know, we, we're going to be working in the studio, finishing the film. 
Um, I know everybody's very excited about it because, you know, we get letters from people and, and calls. Everybody's asking for it, you know. So everybody's know, everybody knows that something's, something's going to happen. It's, it's going to be, you know. Um, but, it, you know, I feel like it's good. It's, I want to, you know, it's going to bring you energy to, to the sport, you know, because everybody's kind of hoping for it because I feel like bodybuilding fans always want for people to acknowledge the sport, you know. Because some people say that it doesn't even get enough respect, the actual sport of bodybuilding. So everybody kind of wants, and people in bodybuilding want for this project to cross over. They want for it to, to do well. So, uh, you know, we're excited, but Ed and I are very excited about it, you know, because, and like you said, it's, it's, it is risky, you know, because you never know what you're getting into. But, you know, we like challenges. And it's definitely a challenging project, but, you know, we, we like it because it's, just like in 77 when they made pumping iron, you know, they didn't know. I mean, they, they knew the risk, but risk is good. Well, the more the risk, the more the reward, and that's the way it is. You know, when we spoke earlier with with uh, Ed, you know, we're talking about Wall Street, you know, the risk and the reward, and, and uh, the, the, you know, the more risk you take, the more benefits you're going to get. But it has to be calculated. It has to be smart. And you're not going in this blind. You know what you, you, knew what you were dealing with. And you knew that you would be able to tell a story differently. I'm going to be honest with you. When I got the communication about Generation Iron, and I was going to see the trailer, in my mind, I was like, "Oh my God, another pumping iron! Is it going to be like when they did the women's, and it's like a, you know, like a snore type of deal?" I saw it, and it got me excited because I said, "Wow." You guys are showing something that no one sees. Unless you're friends with these guys, hanging out with them, training with them, competing with them, you don't see when they go home. You don't see the 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 uh, the money that, let's say, a Jay Cutler or a Phil Heath or a Kai Green. You know, you you don't see what they, they what they produce, sponsorship things like that. And also, you know, the more you get, the more responsibility, the harder it gets for you. And you have to stay on top in order to continue to bring in that revenue, and what you know, and, it, and you're talking about your body. You get you get injured. What happens? This happens. What happens? You know. And how was it working with these guys and and telling that story? Were they open to it, or was it like a struggle for you to get to that point to telling that end of the story? You know, um, in the beginning, is always challenging because, like I said, we you know. Every time you show up at somebody's house with, you know, four cameras, five cameras rolling, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's challenging because bodybuilders are not very open people in general, you know, um, just as a sport itself, you know, they, because, you know, a lot of times you feel like, they feel like maybe you want to expose them or find something about them, you know, so it, it takes time to develop trust, you know, but they understood the vision uh, almost from the beginning, so. Once they understood the vision, it became easier to work. And plus, you know, when you spend time with them more and more, it becomes easier, of course. But every time it, when you come as an outsider, um, it's it's challenging, you know. But I feel like for this type of film to be um, to be you know truthful and really objective, you, you need to bring an outsider to make it. Because if you're in the industry, you can't always see things objectively. You know, you have an agenda or you have some type of. Uh, you know, point of view, you know what I mean? But you have to bring somebody from the outside to make it. That's, you know, that's why we came in. And I feel like, you know, that's that's why the film um, will, be, will be a real film, you know, as opposed to, you know, some type of uh, film where you're inside the sport and you try to, you try to, you know, project some type of point of view, you know? And, and I understand that fully because if you had a bodybuilder, a quote-unquote bodybuilder actually making this film, all you would have seen is 
Guys going to the gym. Gotta get big. Gotta train. Gotta do this. Gotta do this. Gotta do that. Okay. Uh, gotta get the veins. Gotta get shredded. Gotta, you know. And, and, and the reality is, that's all well and good when they go to the gym and do it. You know, but to bring, to bring you guys in. You know, you guys are the triple threat. You, 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 you're bringing your film acumen. You're bringing your background. You're bringing your vision. You're not in that bubble, in that world. Because that is, you know, look, bodybuilding is a bubble. Okay, if you're in that world, you know, this is what you see. Some people get stuck in that world. That's all they see. There's more to it. And I say this to fitness people all the time. You have to think outside of the box. You, gotta, you have to think more than what you're doing. Because when you don't, when, when you're, you're 50, you know, you don't have those 22-inch arms. You're not, you're not like that. And what happens, you wind up getting stuck. And what you've actually done, and them, and you taking on this project, you you giving these guys the opportunity to seriously go mainstream once this movie comes out in September. Absolutely, and that's our goal. You know, to, to take it mainstream, and you know, it, that's that's been our goal from day one. You know, and when we first started making the film, you know, you always try to make it the best film possible. But after working almost a year on it, and, you know, we started actually production. Filming started in summer, you know, so it's been, you know, we have over 400 hours of footage. That's a lot of footage, you know, and we feel really, really great about what we have, you know, and it's when you have that feeling, it's, it's always, um, and it's just a great feeling because, you know, you work hard. And now it's all about bringing it, you know, full circle and taking it out. And, you know, we're very excited about it. And the interesting thing about it, and you say, you know, 400 hours of footage, you know, God be with the editor because it's going to be something interesting. Uh, but, you know, you talk about what you're doing, all right? You know, at the end of the day, what m every filmmaker out there, they love the art. They love making stuff. They love creating the creation process. This right here if done the way I see it happening you know the Oscars just passed you know you're coming out you're, you're releasing the film in September with what you've done I mean in in I mean what are the possibilities that you know you're gonna get recognized by you know like the the Academy or, or things of that nature you know because you're gonna be obviously you're gonna be on on the film circuit and stuff you know do you see them embracing this the way I see it Honestly, all I can do is make the best film I can, you know, um, and with my partners, of course, you know, all, that's that's all we can do, you know, if if we get acknowledged, that, then that's great, and that, and that's what we hope for, you know, to get to get acknowledged, to get the best possible platform for the release, and to make sure that the masses see the film. Um, as far as everything, everything extra, you know, you can only hope for it, but right now we're focused on actually making the film, so let's see what happens. And that, that's the right answer. That's a good answer because you're not focused on the prize. Just you're focused on the project and letting your art go to work. Okay. And then we also we're here with uh, with Ed Edwin. He's your partner. And you know, Ed, you've been involved in the um, movie industry for some time. You know, give us a little bit about your background so that you know the viewers can find out more about you because what you guys are doing, what you and Vlad are doing to me is not only innovative uh, I mean it's groundbreaking because you're gonna open up doors that people forgot about Yeah. <clears throat> well one thing you mentioned earlier is uh, with regards to the risk I mean there's a lot of risk involved in in production and film and motion picture industry and 
you know, getting involved. We've been working together now for five years in film production, you know, with Vlad. Um, it's been really, you know, the greatest thing is to create art and, and have people see it and see your work done, you know, and your efforts done. It's something that's really gratifying. And, you know, before that, you know, I was working in finance, Wall Street, did a lot of, you know, financing, you know, over my days at Smith Barney and Lehman Brothers. So I did understand the, the finance background a bit and understood the, the types of calculated risks you have to take in order to, you know, get the results that you want. Um, and a documentary that really opened my eyes to the industry and to really try to inspire audiences and, 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 and viewers and create art that really brings out the best in people and, and you know when we started on this project you know this is now the fifth film that we're, we're, we're on to you know as a production you know Vlad introduced it you know bodybuilding I mean you know everybody knows about bodybuilding but it's such a taboo sport and it's really not uh, it's very misunderstood and um, when he first told me about it I thought he was a little crazy at first and I thought you know, who wants to see a film about bodybuilding, right? But, you know, we did a lot of research, spent a lot of time learning about these guys and learning about who they were as people, as individuals, as human beings, and started to realize that these guys have dynamic personalities, stories, families, and really a great story to tell. Um, you know, you have guys like Branch Warren, Hidetata, you know, uh, Phil Heath, course, the old American champion, uh, Kai Green, you know, uh, Ruli Winkler, all these guys are very different in many ways, but bring out the, a character that's rarely seen in a movie or in, even in any type of picture, and that's something that interested me, and that's why we wanted to do this film. And, you know, after partnering with Jerome Gary, the original producer of Pumping Iron, we thought this was a perfect opportunity to bring out a story and create a story as unique as this that hasn't been done in quite a while because you had characters that had such dynamic personalities like Phil Heath who has so much charisma and charm similar to and it reminds me a lot of Arnold and uh, you have guys like Kai Green who's you know from Brooklyn you know your underdog you know with with a really really amazing story living in the projects and where he is today and how he's gotten to where he's gotten today you know it's really unbelievable and you know putting that together has created you know an event for September 2013 you know it, it really is truly an event that we're creating for this film um, we're all really excited as filmmakers and and you know we have a lot of passion for what we do and we're really excited that we got a chance to work with the bodybuilders like you know Phil Heath, Branch Warren and Kai Green and and they were open to letting us into their world. You know, a lot of people, like Vlad mentioned earlier, are not, you know, are hesitant to really let us in and, and, and open up. You know, and that's something that has not been seen in, 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 in bodybuilding. You know, you see a lot of these workout videos, you see a lot of these guys in the gym, but you really don't know what it takes to, to really, you know, do what they do on a day to day basis and understand why they do it and how they do it. Um, and that's, something that we're really honored to be a part of and, and to learn about from them. Um, so for us, it's just really, you know, creating that true, that moment where people can become inspired 
and understand the sport a little more. And, and, and you know, as filmmakers, it's our job to do that. And just going back to how, you know, your cast, you know, with the advent of reality television, people can turn on the TV, they can see Jerry Springer, they can see this, say that, see this and that and the other thing. The reality is, and uh, no pun intended, but you're, you're, you're actually making something and let, letting people see something that they normally won't see. You know, you mentioned Kai Green. You know, I know his story a little bit. You know, th this is a guy that was a ward of the state where, you know, he lived in Brooklyn in, in the projects. He was a ward of the state. You know, he was, he was in Forster Homes, things like that. And look at him now. You know, I think with the project that you and Vlad are doing, if, if this was uh, a time when you had, if you had Lee Haney, you know, eight-time uh, Miss Olympia, Rich Gasparri, if you had, you know, even Ronnie Coleman doing it, or Dorian Yates involved in this film, their careers beyond bodybuilding would have skyrocketed. You know, I, I don't know if these guys in, that are in this film understand the dynamics of what you're doing because you're creating... Uh, a situation where they can capitalize on this in such a way that it can make their career uh, it can highlight can highlights not only from now but going look at Arnold for the next you know 40 years you know, how do you feel about that you know for us I mean I feel I mean I feel really happy and great and honored again you know to to be able to create a platform for a lot of those guys you know because one they they do deserve it and they're professionals, they're athletes, and they're artists at the same time. And you know they, you know they understand what it takes to really succeed. You know, bodybuilding as a sport is an individual sport, very different than baseball, basketball, soccer, you know, hockey. And and you know it takes a lot as a human being to go through the things that they go through in order to be champions, in order to be successful in the sport. And uh, it goes without saying that you know. Throughout all the you know all the uh, trials and you know tribulations that they've been through, like Kai Green, for instance, you know these are guys that have been through a lot and have shaped them into the people and the persons that they are, the men that they are today, and the champions that they are. And you know we're really really fortunate to be able to capture that and bring it onto the screen, of course. And um, for us, it's just making sure that people are aware about the film. Um, you know, but like I said, bodybuilding, you know, has a lot of crossover potential. It's created a phenomenon in the 70s, in the late 70s. And today we're trying to do the same thing. And, you know, we, we do have a great story to tell. This is a really dynamic story with a great, great emotional journey that people should see and have to see around the, around the country. And, and bodybuilding as a sport is very international, as you can imagine. Um, and it's something that as well that, you know, we have guys like Hidetada who's, to, to us, he's like the Jeremy Lin of bodybuilding. You know, it's such a great story, which is, you know, he's a small guy. And the thing he told us the other day, he said he's short, but he's not small. Yeah, it's true. And he's, he's a warrior, he's a champion, he's, he's a competitor. Um, and, and that's something that, you know, as, a, as former athletes ourselves, you know, we, we certainly appreciate and, you know, we, we're fortunate to put that all together in, into one concrete picture. You know. And and one thing that I that I also know is that look, with the original Pumping Iron, and I keep going back to that because it did forge the the careers of you know Arnold and Lou. It brought you into your it brought them into your living room. You know, most people, Mr. Olympia, who are you? 
You know, I'll be honest with you. I was out of the the loop with bodybuilding for a number of years. So I'm busy doing other stuff, you know. And if you would ask me, you know, when Phil Heath won, oh, who's the Miss Olympia? I'd say, I really don't know. You know, and bodybuilding has been a part of, part of my life when I was younger and still, you know. Um, but th- I wasn't in tune to it because it's not in front of my face. Where now it's in front of my face. And with what you're doing, you're, pr- you're providing a foundation. You're telling a great story, providing a foundation for these guys to actually benefit because at the end of the day, you're doing this as a filmmaker, as a creative person, as, as a creative team. Uh, that, as I mentioned, the triple threat, and we're going to get into that triple threat in a second. But also, you're looking for these guys to actually get to go mainstream, get into people's households, bring attention. You know, the IFBB is going to be on the map again. It's not, it's not that it's not on the map, but mainstream-wise. Sure. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, and, and that's really what, you know, we focus on as well. I think, you know, the sport will have a lot of, it already has, you know, even in the 70s and early 80s, you know, you saw the crossover appeal that it had in Hollywood. And even today you see, you know, a lot of figures in Hollywood embracing that, you know, bodybuilding, you know, you have guys like Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, you know, you have a lot of these guys that do what they do and they do it really well. And people have embraced that, you know, and that's exactly what we want to continue to do with this film, and 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 have a lot of uh, have a lot of you know followers and, and fans continue to support the sport, you know, and and you know for us it's just making sure that the film has this appeal to the to the greater demographics and and, and you know and, and throughout the country really it's really we're going to focus on in September two thousand thirteen. And, and honestly, I think you, you guys could have made this film any which way you wanted to, but you chose a path that really nobody expected. You know, no one expected you guys to actually bring you behind the scenes. Forget about going behind the scenes of a competition. Forget about going behind the scenes when these guys are going to the gym and they're going to, they're going to the bathroom, whatever. You're going deeper. So people understand that psychology because, you know, a lot of these guys that get into this and if they don't win, if they don't get that coveted title, that Miss Olympia, stuff like that, if they don't get that sponsorship, if they don't have that product line, you know, it, the mental toll becomes enough because when you're 20 and you're 30, you're not like you were when you're 20. When you're 40, you're not like the way you were when you're 30. Your body cannot sustain that, that 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 growth, that bigness. You see these monsters out there, as I mentioned. You could even Ronnie Coleman cannot maintain that that size. There's no way for your whole life. So you have a shelf life that expires at a certain time. You have to be able to capitalize, it, and that's what you guys are doing. That's exactly what we're doing. I mean, you know. Even these guys at, at the age that they're at right now, a lot of these guys, it's unbelievable the way they've taken care of their bodies. I mean, you know, going through the motions on a day-to-day basis, you realize what they go through. You realize what they do to keep themselves in shape. You see what they do to compete. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize those things. A lot of people realize, think that it's just all supplements or whatnot. But, you know, once you watch the film and once you see what they go through on a daily basis, on a daily routines, and these guys have hobbies, these guys have families, these guys have, you know, other things that they have to attend to, like just like me and you. And they have to do those things as well and, and in, in order to continue living the way they do and, and, and sustain themselves. And you know, be the champions that champions that that they are. You know, um, we're we're just really excited for September, and I think 
you know, come time, come that time, we'll be able. To, everybody will know about the film. You know, we're 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 really excited as it is right now. Everybody's aware about the film. You know, in in the sport and the industry, and you know, we, we have some really big announcements coming up very soon that we know will create such crossover appeal and potential into the mainstream media that um, you know it's just it's just an event that you know to look forward to. I don't know if I can speak about this. If I can't, you know, just let me know. But here at the Arnold, uh, just yesterday, there was a big announcement. You know, is that something you can speak about uh, with Muscle and Fitness and, and Sean Perrin? And was it something that went on? Yeah, we were actually at the Flex booth um, yesterday. And um, there was a big announcement that was made. And it was already actually um, announced, you know, by Sean Perrin and AMI and Flex Magazine that um, Arnold is now going to be the executive editor chief of the actual magazine of flex magazine and muscle and fitness so you know that's very exciting for the sport of course you know arnold of course i'm sure is very excited to get back into the bodybuilding world and what you mentioned earlier what made him who he was and you know and 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 i think it's great for the sport it's great for it's really great for for bodybuilding and it's great for you know for the health and fitness industry to have someone like that back into the sport and really help kind of like be the pioneer of the sport all over again. And AM, AMI, they're one, of, they're one of your co-producers on this project, so that actually helps what you're doing. Yeah, AMI has been a big supporter of this project. They actually have been, you know, heavy, heavy, uh, you know, supporting us in, in terms of the bodybuilders. You know, a lot of the bodybuilders they work with, as, as you know, and, um, you know, they've been there all along from the beginning, making sure that, you know, that the bodybuilders are, are, are involved and everybody's, got, you know, helping out and, and helping us create the best film possible. And, you know, it, it's, it's really an honor for us as well to work with AMI because they, they've been in the business for quite a long time. They've merged with Weeder Publications, you know, Weeder, you know, the Weeder group is, they've been around forever and, they really are the, the ones that be, you know, they really started the sport when they, you know, when they got together with Arnold before pumping iron in '77. And you know, it's truly, it, it's, it's in many ways an honor for us to get this done with them and to do it with, you know, people who understand the sport very well. And let me just touch on what you said, uh, um, Joe Weider, the master blaster. He, and I consider him not the grandfather of bodybuilding, the father of bodybuilding, period. Then there is no other father. People look at Arnold, everything. He's not the father of bodybuilding. Joe Weider is. And I think when, when his brother, you know, passed on and, you know, his, he's up in age as well, it brought him to a point they had to do something. But I know, you know, him as a man, he's helped a lot of these, a lot of the bodybuilders throughout time whether it be Arnold, whether it be, you know, whoever was up and coming. He gave them rooms in the back of the gym and, and, and wherever he needed to do. He did it for Eddie Robinson, you know, and he gave them the opportunity to actually build up. These are stories that you don't see, but these are the stories, part of, of, of what the stories you're, you're creating. So people, you're not creating it, you're just telling it so that people can really understand everything. Exactly. You know, they are the, you know, Joe Weider and Eric Weider have been big supporters of the film. Um, Eric Weider himself is, is, is obviously so heavily involved with the sport. 
you know, he's at all the Olympias every year, and you know, they they understand, like I said, they understand the sport, they have an, an appreciation for the sport, and without them, of course, who knows what bodybuilding will be today. Um, you know that that partnership between them and Arnold. You know when Arnold came to this country was was dynamic and was truly you know the beginning of bodybuilding in many ways. And um, you know working with them on this and their their publications has been tremendous. And David Pecker as well at AMI has been really helpful in in making sure this project comes comes to light and people know that this is this is coming in September. Um, we're really fortunate to be working with all of them, and you know we're really excited to make this the best possible film possible. You know, it, it, it's for us. It's really like it's all about making sure people see it and can understand what it is. And we're going to go back to, to Vlad. Now, this is just one of your projects. You know, why don't you give us a little uh, input on your other projects and what you have worked on and who you've worked on? Because I think uh, viewers really want to understand, you know, how great, you know, this triple threat is with uh, in, in the film industry because people are going to take notice you know, as time goes on. So why don't you go into that a little bit? It's funny, one of the first films we actually produced together um, was a film called Big Pun, The Legacy. Big Pun, I'm sure you're from New York, you know who Big, Big Pun is. He was a legendary artist who passed away at an early age, you know, and, um, <clears throat> but has a huge underground following in New York. And that film came out in, wh when did it come out in? What year? 2009? Yeah, so that was, you know, that was our, one of our first films, that we, documentary, we did it with Sony Music. And um, it was a music documentary, but it was, you know, it crossed over as well to the underground level of, you know, hip-hop followers, you know. And uh, then we did Last Day of Summer, uh, which, was a, which was a drama comedy with DJ Qualls and Nicky Reed. And, uh, you know, we did a few, a few other films, you know, to really establish the company. Um, and now we have uh, a lot of films in development and in production, actually. Um, we just completed a film called uh, Caskill Park, which is a thriller horror film that was shot last year. It's going to be coming out this year, later this year. Uh, of course, Generation Iron is a, a project that we that we you know of course putting a lot of time into. Uh, we just uh, wrapped a film called Police State uh, with Sean Young and, and um, you know obviously you know from Blade Runner and uh, from Dune and a bunch of other films that she was in. You know, legendary um, actress and as well as a young cast like Chris Riggi, Neil, Neil Blatzow. Um, and we have also a graphic novel which will be coming out July in this July. It's called Head Smash, uh, which will eventually turn into a film, uh, which is a sci-fi uh, thriller graphic novel that we're doing together with Arcana Comics, which is a you know a really big um, comic book company, and that's going to be released in July. Um, and we're taking it to different comic cons across you know U.S. different comic book expos and comic cons. And of course, we'll be present at the you know San Diego Comic Con this summer. Um, so we, our projects are very different. Um, you know, Generation Iron, of course, is a, you know documentary, docudrama. Um, you know, uh, we have horror films and we have thrillers and dramas. You know, but we're focusing thrillers, uh, dramas, and documentaries as well. But you know, we really focus on stuff that we um, can identify with, can relate to, and then stuff that we have interest in. You know, um, and as long as we're passionate. Uh, about a project, we, we want to put everything we have into it, as long as we have the passion for it, and we can develop a business model out of it. So that's you know that's our business model basically. And you know we spoke about it earlier. You know before we were filming, 
you know, you talk about business and film. You know, you've you you're 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 across to, you're running the the gauntlet in films, horror, you know, this and that, uh, docudramas. You're you're not leaving any stone unturned. Now you're doing you know the graphic novel thing. You know, you're going to be going to Comic Con. You're going to be exposing all this stuff. You're not afraid to take those chances, and you're not afraid to give opportunity to young. You know, you know. I'm, I'm going to call them actors or personalities or, or whatever you want to uh, young cast and give them the opportunity to actually, you know, have a platform to show what they're doing, whether it be in, uh, in, in a film, like a drama type of film or even a docudrama, because they still have the opportunity to show what they're about. You know, uh, what brought you guys to doing that? Um, well, I think it started off with a passion, you know, passion for film, passion for art. Um, without that, even if you have the, the you know the best business model, it's very difficult to achieve any type of success. So passion, you know, was the f of course our first you know drive to it, and then we we were able to you know with Edwin we were able to make it into a business. And once you can able make, once you can actually turn something into a business, then it's the business can grow and flourish. And um, you know this year is very pivotal for us because we have a lot of films in development and production. And we constantly, every year we've been growing, growing, growing as a company. And this year is really uh, fundamental for us. Um, and the goal is to continue to grow the business. And that way we can make more art, you know, more films and uh, continue to take it further and further. There's no limits, really. If you look back at a movie called The Wrestler, everyone knows it. You know, Aronofsky, he, he built on that, okay? Uh, my buddy Evan Ginsberg was the associate producer in that deal. Uh, when he was doing it, he was on a shoestring budget working out of his van. I know because, you know, me, you know, have, you know, being in the wrestling, pro wrestling world myself, uh, you know, retired now, but I know a lot of the guys that were part of it. I knew the struggle that he had to, he had to make to make this film. And he got nominated for Oscars. This and that. He made his mark, and he's uh, he's one of the most most sought after directors in Hollywood. He did the Black Swan, and basically, what you guys are doing, you know, essentially, you guys can follow suit as a team in that direction. Even though you're producing and directing, you know, and we talk about the triple threat, you know, you guys have your stuff together. You know, and it's not even a matter of, hey, we're going to try to do this, we're going to try to be creative. You're, you're doing things the way they should be done. You're looking at it as, I get to create something that I, I, love, I love, using my creativity, getting creative people involved, but also creating a business behind it so it has legs. You know, when did you come, when did you guys come to that point that you knew you had to do it that way? I think almost from the beginning because... Um you know, it's something that we had a. You know, it's important to have a vision. Um, of course, you can never you can never predict success, or you can never say like, well, this is gonna you know be successful or or, or hope for. You know, um, you can always you can always hope, of course, but you can't necessarily you know look at awards and you know it's just something that happens, right? So, but we have a vision, a strong vision for the company and for us. So, um, as long as you continue the progression, that's all that matters. Um, and you know, in the beginning, it's always difficult because. But, you know, a lot of producers, they make one film and then, you know, they'll wait for a very long time to make the next film. And we were just fortunate that we turned them around, you know, um, in a good amount of time and able to generate, you know, obviously success from each project and make more projects and more projects, you know, and that's, that's what it's all about. So we have a strong vision 
and we really back it up with a lot of work. So you know, it's, it, a lot of work counts. For, you know, for a lot. You know, some some people just don't work as hard, and we really put a lot of effort and work into everything we do. And the success part of it, you know, people again, and I and I say this to anyone that's, you know, in Hollywood, Hollywood, the Hollywood business, the filmmaking business is not easy. It's a struggle. You know, you go through it, and you know, some things work, some things don't. Your team is a key component. Your producers are key components because they're helping to fund the films, and you and your what you do with the films, you know, it comes into play on the screen. You know where people can they see your talent, what you guys have done. Because, uh, and I have to say, egos are not involved here. You guys are looking to bring the best product to the audience and to also make your producers money on the deal. Because without making money, nothing's going to happen. Okay, but you guys realized this earlier on. You know now what else you have going on um, that's helping you to bring. You know, a bladder from here, from from this level to a higher level, uh, as you move forward. Well, our, we have diverse projects, and that's what's you know, this was really you know, keeping the company going forward and forward and forward. You know, um, we have films that are you know currently being released. You know, some films are in production, some films are in development. So it's always you know, we always have our, our projects in various you know um, stages of, of 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 them. You know. We have some films that just, you know, we just acquired a novel that we're going to develop into a feature film, you know, a year from now. So then we have a film that's, you know, about to be released. Then we have a film that's in post-production, you know, a fil one film is in just finished production. You know, So it's different stages of, of, of production, and that, that's allowing us to keep going forward and forward. You know, you, if you make one film, you know, you make one film a year, let's say, and it take two years to put it out, you know, and then you've got to start from scratch again with a new film. It's difficult. Um, you got to think more of a like a like a studio things. You know, they have films and turnarounds all the time, and they have you know so many different films. Of course, you have to compete and you have to be smart, but you really have to think like that. You have to think of your next project before you before you release this project. You know. Well, you guys are forward thinkers, and, and I mentioned the ego thing. That's something that I haven't seen here, even in in coming uh, to this interview. You know, I haven't seen that. You guys, uh, and, I, and again, I kind of you have to do your research. You need to find out who the people are. And what I've seen is that you guys are dynamic. And again, we go back to the triple threat: producing, directing, dis distribution. You know, uh, marketing. Oh, I mean, beyond a triple threat. And I, you know, you know we don't want to go any further than that because then people are going to get crazy. But you know, I mentioned Aronofsky, and you know, when I when I do that, some people they say, "Oh, yeah, you got lucky." Of course, you got lucky. But he took something and he put his heart into it and they recognize it and you know I, I was talking about the awards it's not about the awards because that's you get recognized by your peers so on and so forth whoopie do you wear the gown you go to your, your limo you go to the event get your thing and people look at it like oh we, we can market that you know but what you guys are doing uh, you're creating things that'll transcend time where people look at the movies today 10 years 20 years 30 years and say that's a good flick that's a good movie. We want to watch it again, and it'll go. It kind of, it kind of closed the gaps, you know, between uh, generations as well. That's the goal, you know. Um, luck doesn't come to those who. I feel like luck doesn't really come if you don't work at it. So, when somebody becomes successful, you say they got lucky. Well, you don't know how many, how many years they worked to get that lucky, <laughs> you know. So, um, 
nobody just gets lucky. I mean, you know, you can win a lottery, maybe you get lucky, but in business and especially in film business, you have to really work hard at it. And um, and that's what we're doing. Well, I have no doubt, Vlad and 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 Edwin, you know, that you guys have a, a successful situation. You have uh, the total package. You know, it's a threat because people are going to take notice of what you're doing. And what I think, in, in my opinion, if more filmmakers, I don't care if you're going to in, in New York Film School, L.A., you know, wherever you are in Idaho, uh, learning how to make films is great. Learning the business is more important. And I think if they look at you and what you, what you guys have done and what you continue to do, they're going to get a sense of, okay, we have to maybe take some business classes. Let's understand what we need to do because if you're not making the money, as you mentioned, producers, they'll take a break for two years. If someone's making money, they're always funding your films. If they're not making money, they're not doing anything. Okay, so I have a feeling that, you know, you guys are going to come out of the box. You've been out of the box, but you're going to come out further. And, again, you've, you've been doing this together jointly for about four, maybe five years, right? Yeah, exactly. Almost five years, like I mentioned, you know. And, um, you know, it's it's one of those things where you just have to keep working. You have to keep working hard, and you have to develop new plans, and you have to execute the plans that you, that you already set. And that's what we do, you know. Um, some people just can't, you know, some people can't execute. I mean... It's all about execution. You have to develop it, and you have to make sure it gets done. So, um, absolutely, we look forward to a very productive 2013 and go beyond. Well, I have no doubt it's going to happen for both of you guys. Now, in, in closing, you know, uh, we'll start with, with you, Ed. Do you, what, what do you want to say to the viewers at this point so that they, um, you know, what do, what do you want to say to them so they can adhere more to not only – Generation Iron, because that was a big chunk of this interview, because that's what's coming out next. But you guys are you guys are beyond that. That's one component of what you're doing. What, what do you want to say to uh, the the viewers right now, so they understand a little bit more about Vladar and what you guys are doing? Well, for one, of course, <coughs> regarding Generation Iron, is that you know, like you mentioned, I mean, this is going to be an event, you know, that people are going to be able to go to and see. And aside from that, you know. It'll be a movie that people can watch for years, years, ten years from now, five years from now, thirty years from now, and say, "Oh, I remember that movie, or I remember that bodybuilder, or I remember that song." You know, I remember that song when someone's at the gym or whatever. They'll know that it's from that movie, and that's what you know we're we're doing with this film. This is how this is a very special film for us. This is something we've poured our heart hearts into, and you know. Every day we do something different, and we learn something different for the, from this film, and, and it's something that continues to progress. And you know, in addition to that, you know, the, you know, as a company, you know, we're very, very fortunate to to be working together. And you know, Vlad as a is not only a director, he's a producer, and he knows how to manage them, those two things very well, unlike many other people do. You know, I would say unlike most people do, and. Um, you know, as a production, that's why we work very well together. That's why this the Vladar company has been progressive, pr progressing very well, and has a very dynamic slate, very exciting slate of films. You know, we are very genre concentrated, and as a, as a production company, we have been expanding, um, and um, our our films are have tremendous, tremendous you know quality and. and and the motivation is there in every single one of our movies, and that and it's and you can see it, you know, 
in the actual films themselves, and that's what we continue, you know, to to you know that that will continue to be our goal for the next five years. Excellent, and I and I see a lot of great things. Happening. Now, Vlad, we're going to go back to you, and in closing, you know, what do you want to say about Vlad, or what do you want to say about what you're doing uh, to the uh, the viewers? Absolutely. Um, well, Generation Iron, of course, September 2013. A uh, very important project for, my, for us is a project called Head Smash, graphic novel. Actually going to be coming out before Generation Iron. That will be released in July. Um, July 31st is the official release date for it. Uh, we'll make a big presentation at the San Diego Comic-Con this year. It's going to be a big, big event over there. Uh, we're also going to be in Chicago in April. We're going to be in Detroit and Philadelphia in May promoting it. And uh, you'll very soon people will hear about the graphic novel. And, you know, the graphic novel is really uh, very important. Um, a lot of people don't understand that, you know, obviously graphic novels are huge. It's a huge culture. Just like bodybuilding is a huge culture of, you know, graphic novels. And uh, Comic-Cons are humongous. Like, it, it, it's, it's, you know, it's just like the Arnold event. Well, it's just on the same level, you know, in San Diego. And it's all across the nation. Um, a lot of people, though, you know, they don't understand. I mean, right now people obviously make movies out of graphic novels. But... The graphic novels, you know, itself, they kind of get, you know, sometimes not marketed or promoted as much. Just because people focus on the other medias, like, you know, focus on the movie rather than promoting a comic book. So we're going to really promote the comic book. It's a really cool story, Head Smash. People should go check it out on headsmash.net. Uh, we'll be everywhere promoting it. So it's going to be very exciting. And, of course, Generation Iron and other projects will be coming out. Some will come out this year. Some will come out next year. Uh, but definitely, we, you know, we appreciate your support and your help. And everybody who's, you know, giving us uh, great support, you know, I want to thank, um, thank you to everybody. Well, I mean, you're more than welcome. Of course, I'm going to support what you're doing. And, you know, you're doing something great with Generation Iron and with your graphic novel and everything else. One thing I'm going to say in closing, okay, to the, the viewers out there, you have to understand, you know, and, and I spoke to both of you guys about, you know, we spoke about Arnold and him living the American dream. We were talking about it prior to this interview. He came from nothing, built. We talked about Kai Green coming from nothing and, and building, how people are doing that. Okay, you know, you guys are living the American dream, and you're, 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 and I see your story, someone telling your story down the road. That I do see happening because the determination. Again, you know, uh, less. There's no ego here. You're looking to bring good product. You're using your business acumen. You're bringing your creative creativity, opening up doors for people. You know, you are doing something that most people don't understand, but you're doing it differently. And I see everything you're doing becoming very successful. I see Vladar being, you know, if you look back at MGM, you know, Metro Goldman Mayer, when they first started out, way back when they were the pioneers in film and how all that stuff happened. You, you, you guys are the next generation, of, and I see a lot of great things happening because, again, people are going to start following that lead, and you know what? We're gonna, we may see a lot of really, really, truly, not, you know, a big studio making an independent film and trying to point it off as an independent film when it's not. It's a big studio film. You guys are going grassroots, making it happen, and I see a lot of great things going on. And it was an honor to have you guys, both of you, on the show. And hopefully we'll have a follow-up and be able to, uh, you know, when you come out in September with the film, hopefully, you know, we'll be able to do something there and, and get additional uh, coverage of it and get that, you know, because the story is going to continue. This is one segment. And over the years, you're going to have a lot of segments. And, we're going to, you know, then you put together the life tiles of this journey. And I think it's going to be an amazing journey. And I thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much. 
thank you so much, Lou. Really appreciate it, and we'll have you at the premiere. And um, everything we do, we always welcome you to come and uh, share the moment. Thank you so much. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.